across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. You guys have heard me talk a lot about this program that I'm creating and I basically met with eight of the world's top listing agents and recorded their candid no holds barred interviews with sellers and what they say to a seller, what they don't say to a seller, how they get a listing. We've broken it down into six chapters. It's about 12 hours of video and uh, we're going to be selling it as a course. But up until then, up until the point that it's ready, offering 30 minutes of it that you could watch for free and kind of beta test for me. Tell me what you like about it, what you don't like about it. So if you want to beta test this and you want to check out some of it for free, the section I'm giving away free is on touching and rapport building. I know that sounds odd, but each of the agents I talked to had ideas of where to touch, like don't touch a guy on his hands. Uh, unless it's a handshake and stuff like that and there's also a bunch of stuff on rapport building you know like what to say and how to find commonality and just all kinds of neat stuff so if you want to watch that you get it for free go to hybendigital.com backslash rebus hybendigital.com backslash r-e-b-u-s and you'll get a free copy of that and let me know what you think of it thanks All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a kind of a neighbor, a friend, a new compatriot or whatever the hell the word is, cohort, whatever that means, here in South Carolina. Yeah, I moved, as you know, to Folly Beach, South Carolina, and lo and behold, I start getting these spam emails from this agent in Charleston, and I'm like, hey, man, who is this guy that's spamming me, and how did I get on his list? He seems to be doing a killer business. And so we started communicating over the email, and next thing you know, here he is on the show. So, you know, I'm excited today, guys. So without further ado, David Friedman from Charleston, South Carolina. Welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I can't tell you how excited I am to be on the show with you. So, um, Dave, why don't you give our audience a little bit of background? Uh, Tell us about yourself so they get to know you better. Sure, absolutely. Um, originally from Detroit, Michigan, and right out of I graduated with a degree in entrepreneurship, and right away I went and got a job for a national home builder, Sentex Homes, and they did a killer job at teaching me how to appreciate processes, uh, conversions, and the sales process in general. And uh, so I worked for them for a long time. I moved down to Charleston with them. And in February 2013, I decided to start a real estate team. So I, I got out of new new construction sales and started a team, and and it's been pedal to the metal ever since. So basically, you you've been at this three years, right? So February 2013, decided to start a real estate team, and so it's been about three years. Yeah, that's right. So so what's interesting, and and a couple of things I pick up here. First of all, entrepreneurship. Didn't even know that was a, um, it doesn't surprise me, but I, I think that's pretty cool that you got a degree in entrepreneurship. What was that like? What did you, what'd you learn there? I was going to college to become an accountant and 
I was pretty close to getting my master's and one of my teachers pulled me aside and he just said, Dave, you are not going to like being an accountant and it's not like you can't do it well. You just won't like the people that you're working with. You're just a little bit different than them. And they had just rolled out a brand new degree. I was actually the first graduating class and so he he kind of coached me into getting into that. Um, he knew me pretty well and um, so it seemed to be a good fit. And so so here I am. It, just, it was a broad array of classes, uh, you know, a lot of finance classes, a lot of marketing classes, a lot of management type classes. And so it was great. It was a good experience. I'm happy I did that. That's awesome. And And the other thing I heard you say was in 2013, you decided to build a real estate team. Now, you know, most people decide to get their real estate license. Most people decide to become a real estate agent. I mean, here you decide, hey, now, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm, I'm building a team. Now, wh- wh- why did you decide that, first of all? what, Why weren't you like the masses? Well, I wanted to create a better life for, for me and my family and my future. And same, same reason I went to Suntex Homes. I remember I walked into a, a new construction model and there was a guy in there and he had a plaque behind his head and it said 12 million in, in, in closed sales in the previous year. And the guy was my age, he was my height, same hair color. It was like a spitting image of me. And I did the math real quick. I can I can multiply 3% with any number out there. And so I just figured out what he earned. And that next day I went and applied for that same company and got the job about a week later. And so that that was a big influencer in getting that job. And then when I started looking at real estate teams and what they were about and the the entrepreneurship side of that and owning a business was really attractive and and um, and I love sales so I decided that that's exactly what I wanted to do I think the money was there the the um, ability to own an organization uh, was was exciting and, and to help people grow within that organization was all, also very exciting to me. So, okay, so how do you how do you do that then? So, you know, obviously the answer is really easy for the guy that's like, hey, I'm going to get my license and I'm going to hang my shingle, right? And I'm going to go call my sphere of influence. But when you start out from day one, I am going to own a business, called a real estate team. How does one do that? You know, I don't know if I started the best way that I that I could have. I was I didn't have business cards until late last year. So, I didn't I didn't understand database marketing or anything like that, and I probably started the toughest way that you could. And that was I got a I bought a some software called Conversion with a K and just drove a lot of pay-per-click leads to it, and that first year I was able to do about 45 deals and they were all open houses or pay-per-click. Every time I needed a new buyer, if I needed a closing, I'd go out and do an open house and I'd usually average about one closing per open house. And I sat on the phones every single day for about three, four hours a day and just hammered all the conversion leads that came in, the pay-per-click leads. Okay. So let's talk about this. So you know, a lot of people can sit open houses all year and not even close one deal. How in the hell are you closing a deal Per open house, there's a great guy in California that that runs awesome open houses. So I I just completely took his entire system and implemented it, and it's pretty simple. I don't do any advertising. I don't do, and I'm not saying that's what you should do. However, you know, I just don't advertise for it. I just put out a obnoxious amount of signs. You know, some open houses I would put out 100, 120 signs, and I'd have 80. Said my biggest one, I had 87 people register. For the open house, meaning there were probably 160 people that came through because usually people come in pairs or or packs, you know. And so, 
um, just a numbers game. I'd go through and I'd find the ones that had motivation and I would make sure that the five, six, seven that I could find that had serious motivation and were looking to buy in the next 30 days, I just made sure that I was the guy they were working with. Wow. That's interesting. And I love, I love the attitude, right? And, and that, so then the rest was just pure hustle, just calling people, right? And obviously you were willing to spend money before you had money coming in. You spent money for a conversion. You spent money for an open house course. What's the name of the open house course? I'll put a link on uh, hybendigital.com backslash Dave Friedman. The name of the course. And actually it's not even a course. It's, it's I just heard a guy, I saw a guy at a conference and I was talking to him about the about what he does with open houses. And I just took notes and came home and implemented it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that's great. And now we've had some guys on here too that do Mac daddy open houses where, where they're getting incredible numbers. Uh, Chris Suarez is a big one who, and he shares his, he shares his system for free on Hybin digital. So anyways, um, I can, I can post my system. I've put a little bit more juice behind it with more marketing opposed to only just having signs and instructions, detailed instructions for the, guy that puts out the signs and how to set up the marketing and everything like that. So I'd be more than happy to share that with you. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Please send it over and, and the guys, I'll post it up there. So, all right. So, so you did that. Then uh, how long did it take before you started building a team? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I didn't know really what I was doing to begin with. You know, in 2013, I, the very end of the year, I hired an assistant. You know, we finished the year with about 45 deals and about 12 million. And I hired an assistant and that didn't work out very well and through 2014 I went through probably two or three more assistants and in August of 2014 um, I had I found Katie and and she's stuck and she's been with me ever since um, and so that's when I started to learn the the value of leverage and um, really started to grow from there um, so in 2000 14 in October, Jackie, my first buyer agent, came on the team. We wrapped up the year at about 16 million and 60 deals. Um, and then come January 2015, I hired a ISA to just take over the expired calls for me and hired another buyer agent who's Evan. And those two are total rock stars and really between Jackie, Evan, Jessica, were, were the foundation of the team, you know. And, and so uh, we wrapped up last year at $32 million and 124 sides. And we brought another buyer agent on in the middle of the year, uh, Carmilla. And at the end of the year, we brought on a transaction coordinator, Ellie. That's great. Okay, so, so what's your gross commissions, would you say, on, on your volume last year? Uh, volume last year, gross commissions were about just under a million. They're at nine thirty-two. That's beautiful. So, and what was your profit margin? Uh, the gross profit margin, which I'm a hawk on that. I feel like if you want to be profitable, it's all about gross pro profit margin. Was at seventy-six percent, which was really the critical number that I was focusing so on. So that's seventy-six percent after you paid your agents. You mean after? Yeah, after cost of goods sold, and then my bottom line profit before taxes was at 41%. So you took, you took home about 350, 400 G's. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, good. All right, cool. And right now you got about eight to 10, would you say on your team? You know, right now we're, we're kind of ramping up for this year. We want to hit a goal of 220 homes. Wow. And so we, we doubled last year. We're looking to nearly double again this year. So yeah, since 2015, we've brought on one additional buyer agent. And right now we're, we're just interviewing and 
we'll, we'll continue to bring them on about once a quarter and, and get them into our boot camp about once a quarter and get them in, into uh, production. Now, tell me about your your ISA, your inside sales associate that you're having do an expired program. How, how does that work? How much business are you getting from it? Tell me a little bit about that. You know, right when I mastered expireds, I, I reached out to her and she had um, accepted the job and, and she and I knew each other from, from a few years earlier. And um, right when I felt like I mastered it, I felt like I could, I could find somebody else to teach um, how, to, how to run with it. So uh, she came out in January and she, put, she was responsible for putting uh, 69 deals under contract on the listing side for us. And, and a lot of them were, were expireds. She did, I think we had about 40, about 41 expireds and just learning the scripts and dialogues, overcoming objections. And that's, you know, it's as simple as that. We try to run a pretty simple system. And uh, so we use Vulcan 7. We also pull data from Red X as well. And we'll put them into Mojo Dialer on a three-line dialer and just hammer through them and, and set as many appointments as we can. And, and so how many appointments are you getting through this system that you created? You know, that's, that's a great question. Right now, she, to, she wants to be responsible for 92 deals this year. And so for her to do that, wow. she has to set about 30 to 30, depending on the month with, uh, with a cycle in the market. She, she needs to set about 30 to 32 appointments a month. Now, are you going on these? Uh, that's a great question. So Evan, who I hired last January, um, I told the team last September in our team advance, mid-year team advance meeting that that for me to really help them focus on their growth and to get them to where they want to be in their life, I needed to step out of production. Uh, my goal last year was to close 80 homes myself, and I got up to about 70. Hmm. And and the, the focus on that was I, that's I had a, That's a, a shitload of, I mean, 70, that's... You're closing six deals a month, just you. Yeah, that that takes a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I and I and I was beating myself up over it because I felt like I was holding myself back from making them more successful, and and they're my true passion at this point. And so my my entire one thing last year was was to generate over four hundred thousand dollars in revenue on the listing side of the business that I was responsible for. I got up to four fifty eight at the end of the year on the listing side. And I knew if I got over $400,000 in GCI on the listing side that I can then start to step out of production. And so I knew that if I could dial in my, my gross profit to 75, 76 plus percent, and I ended at 76, it would allow me to step out and still maintain a 40% um, net profit margin. And so Evan, um, he kicked a lot of butt last year and is, is just a closer, man. The guy's a machine and can develop rapport like nobody else. And so I asked him if he wanted to take that position on and, and he was happy to. So he's, uh, he's pretty much trained right now. You know, we've been going on a lot of listing appointments together. Um, I've taken a handful of them this year and he's taken the rest. And, um, so based on the amount of listings I personally have this year, I'll close 40 myself and he'll do 80 himself. And so my goal is to completely step out of production this year. And aside from the current seller clients that I that I have right now, 
I probably won't be going on any more seller appointments in the next within the next two weeks. I'll cut that off and I'll be out of production completely. Good for you. Good for you. So let me drill down a little bit on this expired thing here, because number one, that's a lot of expireds that are coming up in 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 a decent market, right? I mean, when most most markets out there, everybody listening, they're decent. You know, not a whole lot of houses expiring. So are you going long distance? I mean, are you how far are you willing to drive? Or and it really, it's kind of cool because it's not even you driving, so you really don't care. But how far are you willing to go to take a listing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I really didn't care. I just needed to make those numbers happen for, for me to step out. So we were taking listings as far as our MLS would reach. You know, I think the furthest that we took was probably – 45 to 50 minute drive away from, oh, from our office. Yeah, that's so not it's bad. not terrible. And, and our office is almost in the center of our market. So, you know, that's that's about as far as we would go. And so, so, go so, so talk to me a little bit about the listing presentation that you do for one of these expireds, right? Because obviously they're, they're kind of, they've already been kicked in the head a little bit because their house has been on the market a while. They've, they've, they've been contacted by a telemarketer essentially that's saying you got to have Dave come out or Evan come out or whatever. And, and so they're, they're pushed hard for you to get out there on the appointment. So how's it go? Give me an idea of what you do, what you say that, how how do you close them? How are you doing so well with them? That's a great question. So I have a pre-listing package that I mail out to them and I also email it to them so they receive this package in the mail. It has about four different magazine quality uh, brochures that go over um, our marketing system, our pricing system. It's a little bit more about the team and also uh, our 151-step plan. So they, they receive this package, and I it helps us hold appointments because they get this package and they think, man, this Dave guy knows what he's doing. I'm not going to sign a listing agreement with somebody else until I meet with him. So it's helped our conversion rate on set to met. And so they get that package. Sometimes I'll walk in the door and if it's a high C personality on the disc profile, they've already read it front to back and they just want to sit down and talk about price and sign up. You know, they're completely sold on it. And then you have some other people that will take it and they'll never look at it and we get to that appointment. And we have a listing presentation that's pretty bulletproof. And before we ever sit down with them to go over a listing presentation, we develop enough rapport to where we feel like they're they're comfortable enough with us to work with us. We just now have to convince them on price and our process. And so we, we just develop a lot of rapport before we sit down at that kitchen table and go through our listing presentation. Once we've earned the right to sit down at that, at that kitchen table with them, we pull out the listing presentation. And essentially what we've done is we've taken, you know, the National Association of Realtors has taken the, the every year they survey sellers and find the top 20 reasons that they would not use the realtor ever again. And they publish this thing. And so our presentation is literally built around those overcoming those top 20 objections because those are the objections they already have. And so we already have the answers to those objections in our presentation. So we'll go through the presentation from front to back or if it's somebody that doesn't have a lot of time and they want to you know, get down to brass tacks, well, we can just skip to – we can find out the, the top five reasons that they've had a problem with a realtor and skip to those parts of the presentation and overcome those objections. Now, do you actually have this list of 20 things and you – plop it down in front of them and say, uh, here are the top 20 reasons people don't like real estate agents? Or Absolutely. Or, yeah. I put it right in front of them and I say, here's the top 20 reasons. You know, what are the, what are the reasons that 
that you wouldn't hire the last realtor that you had? What went wrong? What do you think they could have done better? And they literally sit there and look at it and they'll pick out their top two, three, five, six. What's what's you know. which one gets picked the most? Communications number one. Okay, so let's role play that a little bit. So you you plop this thing down in front of me. You say, Pat, you know, here's the top twenty things why the re- realtors hate real estate agents. Pick one. Okay, so I'm like, uh, I pick number four, which is communication. Dave, I can't go wrong. I mean, you guys suck at communication. It's just a disaster. We, you know, our, our agent put the sign up in the yard. We never heard from him again. Pat, you know, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. And, and one thing that we specialize in is helping people that already had their homes on the market with another realtor and it failed to sell. And we hear that more times than anything else is communication is horrible. And they also all tell me the same three-step process that most realtors follow, which is stick your home on the MLS, put a sign in the yard and a lockbox on the door. Does that sound like the experience you had, Pat? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and then just uh, radio silence for six months. Absolutely. If you're, if, you know, except for the part where they call you in month three and ask for a price reduction. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've heard it over and over, Pat. Well, I'm going to apologize on behalf of the entire industry that that's happened to you and it's happened to a lot of people. So you're not alone. But Pat, I'll tell you what's going to, what, what we've put into place to make sure that you've, you'll never experience this again is the fact that we communicate and I'll guarantee it for you. We communicate with you at a minimum, every single Monday. And on that Monday phone call, Pat, what we're going to discuss is what the results were in the past week. And what I'm going to talk to you about, Pat, is all the marketing that I've done for your home and the results of that, how many impressions we had on the internet, how many conversations we've had with people, how many potential prospects that we have that are motivated for, and how many appointments we were able to set. Does that sound good to you, Pat? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, perfect. And then in addition to that, I'll look up all the homes that are listed around you, find out how many showings they've had, And I'll take a look at how many showings we've had, Pat. And I know as long as we've had more showings than anybody else or equal to the next highest guy, then I know that we've found every buyer in the market that's potentially looking at a home like yours. Does that make sense? Yeah. How are you going to find out uh, how many showings they've had? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, showing time, it's a service that our MLS uses to organize showings. I can actually, and most realtors don't know this, but I can actually go in there and look up how many showings other homes have had. So I simply go in there and I'll, I'll send them the report. I'll send you the report and and um, and we can just talk about sure that we're doing enough marketing to make sure that every buyer that's out there is looking at your home because that's important to you, right, Pat? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great to know because you know it's one thing if uh, they're not getting any showings, but if I'm not getting any showings and they're getting showings, I blame the real estate agent. Absolutely, and that's the pr- and that's why I measure this on a weekly basis because that's my job to to keep you up to date and inform you what's going on in the market, Pat. And so in that same conversation, we're going to talk about what happened last week, where we stand in relation to our competition, and then what we're going to do over the next seven days, Pat, and just talk to you about the marketing that we're going to put into place. Some of the, you know, we're not perfect. And let's say that we had somebody that had one or two more showings than us. Well, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do to guarantee that we've had more showings in our competition in the next seven days. Okay, that's that sounds great, Dave. Yeah, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, well, Pat, no, here you go. <laughs> yeah. um, um, no, that's good stuff. And and so you just role play with Evan on all these twenty things, huh? I do, I do. So those those twenty things are are critical to to just have the right kind of response. And we've truly built a system around not just being able to overcome an objection, but 
to really perfect the process and really deeply serve our clients and get their homes sold and make them successful. And they'll, you know, treat us well in the future and come back and, and refer us business. That's amazing. And so can I get this list of 20 things from you and, and post it for our audience to look at? Sure, absolutely. Okay, if you could email that, I'll put it on hybendigital.com backslash Dave Friedman, and uh, anybody could get that. So, okay, Dave, so let's talk about where your business is coming from. Aside from expireds, what's your number one source besides that? So uh, that's a good question. Um, our, the biggest part of our business, well, the most profitable part of our business is our referral marketing. So it's, it's, it's what I call and a lot of other realtors call their raving fan club. Mm. And so we did, our, our business is spread out between, last year was 42 deals from the raving fan club, which is past clients or referrals or sphere of influence. Uh, 41 deals came from buyer marketing and 41 came from seller marketing. And so we, we just measure our business in those three categories there. That's it. Just those three buyer That's marketing, it. seller marketing and raving fans. And so the, ra that? the raving fan club, like what do you do? What, what do people get within the raving fan club? How do you stay in touch with them? How do you encourage them to be continue to be raving fans? So we've taken that, that Gary Keller 33 touch and we just, added some steroids to it and we're up to a 68 touch program right now. Holy probably, dirt, 60, you touch them 68 times in a year? 68 times. So as five long as we times have, a month, five or six times a month, like what, what do you do to somebody five or six times a month? We're, we're getting ready to add three more to it as well. But you know, as long as we have a phone number, email address, uh, home address, then we're going to, we're going to be able to set them up on our entire process. So what I do is uh, 24 times a year, I shoot a video and it rotates. Um, I'll do a topic and just talk about something that's important to buyers and sellers. And then the next one will be a market update, what's going on in the market. Then I go back to a topic and then I go back to a market update. So I do 24 of those videos a year, send it out to my database. I send out postcards once a month to everybody. So that's 12, 12 touches a year. And um, we also do a spring event. So we last year I had 140 people that came to a baseball game. So I invited my entire database to a baseball game and had food and drinks and everything ready for them. So that's three touches. We have the actual event, we have a postcard, and then we have a phone call. So those, those are three touches. Then we have a fall event. And what we do is we take uh, everybody, we invite everybody over to a pumpkin patch and we have food and the kids can come and grab a pumpkin. And again, that's a postcard. That's the event itself. And then the phone call. So that's three more touches. Um, I use Top Producer and use Market Snapshot for people. And that's 12 more touches. I do a Valentine's giveaway. I send out postcards. I send out two postcards to my entire database that letting them know that they can come into the office and grab some, some chocolates for Valentine's Day if they want. And we took it a little bit further this year, Pat, and we, we took our top 120 raving fans, and I actually just went ahead and mailed them uh, chocolates right to their home. And we ended, wow. up with, we ended up with seven referrals out of doing that. Seven referrals, and, and you weren't worried about them melting, huh? I just get, I had Katie get on Amazon, and she ordered all those chocolates, and then, you know, Prime, and two days later, they're in their... Yeah, yeah, and I guess in February, even in South Carolina, it's not that, it's not going to be hot, so... Right, yeah, and yeah. then we did, we do the same thing for Thanksgiving. We uh, send out two postcards and let people know they can RSVP to pick up a pie at my office, 
And then we took it a little bit, a little bit further last year again. And instead of um, just having people come to our office, uh, we took our top 120 and we hand delivered pies directly to their homes. Wow. So that's another three. Uh, we do a Christmas card. We do these three, three emails that generate a lot of uh, home email leads for us. And for all the people that closed with us, we in December, we take their HUD statement and mail them to their home. So that way, when they do their taxes, they'll have that HUD statement there for them. And we do birth, birthday cards. So right now, we're up to 68 touches. I think what I'm going to do is just add a couple more <laughs> things that we can that Get we it can to 70, them. yeah. Yeah, you know, we need to round it out. That's incredible. Um, you know, I don't care who you bought your house from or who your brother or sister is if they're a real estate agent. If if someone else is hitting them 68 times in a year with the stuff you hit them with, they are not going to use their brother or sister. They are not going to use the agent that they bought or sold from last time. They're going to switch to Dave Friedman. I mean, you're you're essentially just taking business from other agents that are not keeping up with this sort of touch program. I mean, this is amazing. I appreciate that, you know, and we're, we're starting to grab orphans. So when I have a, if I have a listing and, and the buyer closes on, on my listing and we don't have the relationship with that buyer, I think we're going to start to set them up on this as well, because, you know, according to NAR, most, most buyers and sellers don't go back to their realtor and they only have the mental capacity to remember two realtors names Period. So I figure if I'm in front of them 68 times, I have a 50-50 shot at earning their business in the next five to seven years. Yeah, 100%. Wow. That's amazing. I love hearing that. So so what's a cool phone app that you're using now? Uh, that's a great question. You know, we don't, uh, Conversion has their phone app. Aside from that, we don't, we don't have... Um, we don't have any cool phone apps, Pat. Sorry about that. You so, know, so f- conversion is conversion. It just kind of gets you the leads, or how do they do it? Do SEO, or what's the what's the idea behind conversion? Tell me about con- that. Conversion is really similar to Boomtown and Commission Zinc, and it's a CRM for buyer leads. So the buyer side of the team only uses conversion for their CRM, and that's it. Okay. Um, and so what we do is we drive a lot of a lot of leads there, um, and on the buyer side of the business. And all the leads that go into that system, they come from internet leads, which are essentially pay-per-click, uh, Zillow, our sign calls. Uh, we drive some Facebook leads there. And we're also a Dave Ramsey ELP. And so our buyer side of the business is pretty simple. We, we try not to – we're really good at, at keeping things simple and just implementing what we know has worked for other people instead of trying to blaze a new trail. I'd rather – follow somebody else's trail and not make the same mistakes that they did. Um, so those are all the leads that we drive into that CRM. And that CRM, you can set p- people up on it to receive property alert updates. It, does, it has an automatic drip campaign built in there. You can do mass text messaging, mass emails. Uh, it's, it's just a really good system. And it, you it run helps. your videos through there too? Uh, we don't. We don't. I, I host my videos on a different blog. Okay. Okay. So you have a blog online and then that blog uh, gets emailed out. Well, what happens is so I have the, I have our database, right? And so all of our seller leads, all of our buyer leads, they all dump into top producer, which is our database. And that entire database gets that 68 touch program, which is part of those videos. When they get the video and they click on it, yeah, they end up back at Blogger. It's DaveFriedmanTV.com if you want to check it out. Yeah. DaveFriedmanTV.com. That's 
that's really cool. I, I like how you're doing so much stuff. And quite frankly, that's why you're here on the show. I mean, that's kind of how you and I first met is, is and, I, and I don't even know why, you know, I must have been on your website at some point and then I started getting videos from you and I was yeah, like, Hey, absolutely. you know, yeah. And then I think we just started communicate. And so it's working in more ways than just getting you leads uh, or maybe indirectly if someone's thinking about moving to Charleston, South Carolina, indirectly your videos to me will get you some referrals from other agents listening here uh, around the world. So yeah, we'll see. absolutely. So let's wrap this up, Dave, with our flagship question. And that is this. Let's say that I took Dave Friedman, put him on an island. Now, this is not like a remote island. There's there's a lot of people here. They're buying and selling, you know, houses. There's money being exchanged. But I'm putting nine other agents on there with you. I am giving each agent $500. I'm giving each agent a laptop, computer, and a cell phone. And it works like Survivor. Basically, each week, whoever does the least amount of business has the least amount of progress, sells the least amount of homes, gets kicked off the island. At the end of 10 weeks, there's one agent left, and that's the agent that sold the most homes. How is Dave going to win this reality TV show? I'll use that $500 and jump on for sale by owners and expireds immediately because these are people that want to sell. They have their homes on the market. You know, they, They're motivated. They're not anybody they have to convince. There's no wait time to... For, for their urgency to build so much that they decide to put their home on the market. I mean, they're ready to go. So I'm going after expireds and I'm going after Fizbos. Okay. And you're just going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. That's I'm awesome. Gonna, I'm going to have my scripts down, set those appointments and get them priced right and get the sign in the ground. That's awesome. Well, listen, Dave, this has been a, a great show. Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day. I really appreciate it. Let's definitely get together in the near future and break some bread as we had discussed uh, previously. And, uh, and best of luck to you. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to Pat Hyben interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Please don't forget that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like Fizbos, expireds, expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever. And episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening. And don't forget, every episode, write down two or three things and put them to work. Make them part of your goal setting and make it happen. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. We're on Twitter, at Pat Hyben. We're on Instagram, Real Estate Rockstar Podcast. And we're all over Facebook on Six Steps to Seven Figures and Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. And don't forget, if you want to hear more of me, my awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben or Six Steps to Seven Figures. 
and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.